Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at wearegolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Sister! Planned Parenthood asked me to tell someone how I see them. So Dr. Takia Nicole Robinson, (laughs) (laughs) I see you for every bit of you, of who you are, uh, the diversity, the duality that lives within you, how you present to the world as exactly who Kia is, both a doctor and black girl. And mm-hmm. I just absolutely love it. You've created such a lane and a space um, for other black girls who feel like you and have not felt represented. And I think that that's incredible. Thank I you, see sis. the way that you care. And I, I feel super lucky to actually know the Takia Nicole underneath the doctor. Thank you. That means so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Planned Parenthood sees you, truly sees you, not just as patients, but as people. Visit bseen.org to learn more. That's bseen.org. It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. And do we ever need them? Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you, starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. And all heads turned, cause she was the dream. In the blink of an eye, I knew her number and her name. Yeah. (laughs) She said I was the tiger she wanted to tame. Caribbean queen, (laughs) now we're sharing the same dream. And our hearts still beat as one. No more love on the run. That's it. Wow. That was in the ocean. I mean, (laughs) go off. Not that was enough. That (laughs) was was quite a riveting performance. I mean, I felt the emotion. I did. Ooh, I'm screaming. Lord, <laughs> niggas. Welcome back. Welcome, Blacks. We are here. Um, and we are here to discuss the ghettos of adulting, the worst hood we've ever found ourselves living in, honey. 
Say it again. Back again to talk about the good, the bad, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes. Today's the day. Um uh, yeah, it is. 2021. I hope you filed your extensions. I hope that you've done uh, due diligence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a, an extension would be amazing, but we'll see. Um, yeah. How are you? What's going on? Uh, just sitting here thinking about taxes. Actually, it's just been a personal hell of mine. Uh, but outside of that, I'm good. You know, I'm I I uh, have my stuff, so I won't complain about it. There you have go. your stuff? Yeah. Okay. That's what you say, right? Yes. Have you have your things? I'm safe and I have what I need. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> yes, I'm safe and I have what I need. <laughs> I am. I'm okay. I, I, too, am safe. I have what I need. Um, it is just a hellish time at work. Um and the, you know the time of year when my supervisor starts saying crap like we're all in this together girl get somewhere mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know we're just sort of navigating these lies um <laughs> but i'm doing okay i don't have i'm, I'm hanging in there mm-hmm. so we were saying that it is tax season and we are all praying and seeking the lord for wisdom and strength <laughs> And the resources to deal with this treacherous time. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I waited till the very, very last minute to send all my stuff in. So I don't even know what's going to happen. I'm just believing God at this point. Um, oh, yeah. No, that's pretty much. I kind of roll the dice, every, you know, every year and hope for the best. Um, whatever happens, I'll just have to deal with it. Life has been lifing. Work is hellish. My personal life is in shambles. But we're making it through. And God is still guiding. Amen. <laughs> oh, sister. Um, yeah, so you wanna just Well, we have trash. You, okay. want to, you wanna discuss other people's business? I'm you so wanna do that? Sorry. Let's do that. <laughs> we are just struggling this week. I'm so sorry to everyone. Please, please accept our apologies. Okay, yes. Let's get on into other people's business. Shall Let's we? do that. Let's do that. Okay. A clean up woman. It's time to get it up. Kia and I this week are particularly drained and dragged. <laughs> <laughs> I know for myself, I went to bed at three and then got woken up again at five. And so and then still had to get up early. So it was just like I'm I'm all kinds of thrown off. But um, in the trash this week, so Kobe Bryant was inducted mm-hmm. into the Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, deservedly so, uh, and Vanessa and Natalia were there to accept um, on his behalf, along Absolutely. with Michael Jordan. Very nice. It was, it was Michael Big Gene Jordan. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, it's awful that we have to do this this way, but it, you know, it is. I think a blessing still to the honor and remember uh, the Black Mamba in all of his yep. glory. Um, and so, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, Vanessa gave a really beautiful speech. Um, she even thanked his parents, which we know uh, he didn't have a good relationship with. Um, his sister, 
you know, thanked Michael. She's talked about all the people that doubted him, and Michael put on his little slick ass smile that he likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it was actually a really beautiful, it was a really beautiful tribute. And so, you know, we wanted to make sure that we we shouted that out. But he's officially been inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. We love to see it. Uh, we I, do. Um, unfortunately, it's under terrible circumstances, but we do love to see it. And, uh, you know, Vanessa and and the girls, right, the kids, I think they've just been handling this grief with, with, with such a level of strength and grace. And I just absolutely I definitely admire um, them for the way that they have been just, I mean, exemplars of, of how to kind of go through your process and still and still having to deal, do the things that need to be done. So. Absolutely. And that's not to say that anybody grieves wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. I hope that that's not what I implied because that's not what I meant at all. But yeah, girl, you are (laughs) in your own, you're still in your own grief. So that was, that would never be a shot at you. That that's just to say, if you know, however you deal with your process is how you deal with it. But we do, um, we do want, we do admire, you know, the way that they have handled such hard traumatic circumstances like that is that's a lot to endure at one time you know what I'm saying so absolutely and I I I just meant it from the place of like you know I'm constantly inspired by absolutely Vanessa and by their their children um absolutely and absolutely you know I just wanted to acknowledge that but you're absolutely right and that there is no right or wrong way to grieve so thank you for saying that I agree with you, though. They have been beautiful examples, and we just want to continue to offer love. Just love. They don't know us, but we just want to continue to lo- for offer sure. love and support. For sure, for sure. Um, Felicia Rashad oh, yes, has been appointed the Dean of Fine Arts at Howard University, honey. As she very well so, should. And I know that there's okay. been some... You know, I have seen some snot and shade in the academic community because, you know, uh, Felicia does not have uh, a PhD or she's not. She doesn't have uh, any advanced degrees as far as I know. I don't know that she has a master's or not. I don't remember. No. Um, But the thing is, you know, I think her career speaks to the level of expertise that she has and I think you know the academy is just a political place right and people Mm -hmm. you know ego is such a big thing there and sometimes people people love to project their stuff you know all over Mm -hmm. the place um Mm -hmm. so regardless of what the shade might be uh this is an epic and monumental moment for Felicia Ayers Allen Rashad hello (laughs) and um (laughs) I think that it is something that should be applauded and celebrated, and that's what I'm choosing to do. Um, Absolutely, this is big for Howard. This is big. I mean, you know, we all know that that uh, Felicia attended Howard as as did mm-hmm. Debbie Allen, and they have really mm-hmm. just, you know, been model um, alum for the yep. for the university and invested. So it's just awesome to see. I know that Felicia has taught classes there and just to see her step mm-hmm. up and contribute to the university in this way, I think is is a complete it's it's an honorable thing to do. So um I'm excited about it. Um and I mean hey niggas just mad because their faculty meetings don't feature Claire Hanks Huxtable. But it's fine. 
everyone's going to be okay. First of all, I didn't know people was mad. <laughs> people are mad. They're, I mean, I mean, it's not a whole lot, but I have seen some people like, uh, really? We just giving away Dean ships? Uh, uh, uh. You know, yeah, I happen to, I happen to, I happen to be privy to, because I'm not a part of all of them, but I happen to be privy of certain, certain little academic Facebook groups where all the angsty academics like to, you know, air their mm, air their grievances. Mm. And I've seen a little hemming and hawing and stuff on there, but the girls will be okay. Okay. Well, here's my question. You know, I'm never I'm never gonna be in those spaces. But my question is, okay, so if they didn't pick Felicia, was they gonna pick you? No. I, that's what this is what okay. I'm saying. Oh, like it's okay. not like it's all not right. like these are not people who feel <laughs> snubbed, right? <laughs> No, I know. But I'm like, so why? So, you know, it takes nothing to shut the fuck up and say congratulations. Because people are just... It takes nothing. People just really enjoy being upset. It's really what it's all about. Well, the amazing thing is that she's going to focus primarily on the new building for the College of Fine Arts Mm -hmm. and the School of Communications and that she's going to be involved in designing those and spearheading the fundraising. She's and what going she to be, wants she's to getting do, things done, okay? She's getting shit done. She also wants to make sure that the school's curriculum is contemporary, and she'll be recruiting um, new faculty members to replace recent retirees, and there's hope her name will raise enrollment in the fine arts majors. Period. So... If you're mad about all of that, you I really I really suggest that you go do some reflective work on it's yourself a, and figure a, and out why you're, you're such a bitter bitch. You're about you're about you're a part of the problem, right? And you're not committed yeah. to dismantling some of the same structures and systems that have kept us, you know, stunted and stagnant. Um mm. And actually reflect, like, you know, the ideals of the white supremacists that shaped and formed this country, right? So it's, you know, change is good. I think that, you know... It's necessary. You know, and uh, the fact that that uh, she's not a traditional academic means that she's not mired down with the, res- you know, with, you know, the other responsibilities or, or, you know, other things that she can really kind of breathe life into curriculum and institutional development in ways that other academics, people who are really conventionally trying to climb the ladder of success in the academy don't often have time or the freedom to do. So Mm. listen, just everybody just calm down, drink your water and mind your business. Okay. That's really what we we, over here at getting grown. We are celebrating this momentous occasion and I can't wait to see, you know, what what's going to happen um, at Howard. Felicia Rashad impeded on my opportunity to be <laughs> dean of fine arts. Like, <laughs> bitch, shut up. And, Meanwhile, you over go here. Go hang out in your cul-de-sac. You over here studying. <laughs> you over here studying uh, anthropology. You wasn't ever going to be <laughs> right. the dean of fine arts anywhere. So please get somewhere and sit down. Good lord. <laughs> Tiffany, I have four degrees, Smith, or whatever the fuck your Facebook name is. Um, so congratulations, Felicia. Um, Jaden Smith. So we know a little while back, Jaden had a food truck called the I Love You truck where he was giving out <laughs> yes, vegan meals yes, um, to the homeless residents of Skid Row. He is now going to be opening a restaurant called the I Love You restaurant which is going to serve the Skid Row homeless community. Um, 
And I just think it's beautiful. Like, yes. you know, we have talked big shit over the years about how weird them kids are, you know, and they are. And I love it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Be this is exactly what selves. you what we ex- what you know, this is the kind of carrying on that we expect from Will and Facts. Jada's children. And we Absolutely. are we are glad to see that they are, you know, using their resources to help others. Absolutely. And, and so it, he's, well, I don't know when this restaurant is going to open, but what he did say is that um, the Skid Row community will be able to, the homeless community will be able to eat for free. Okay. And if you are not of the homeless community, you will be paying their big prices because you're going to be taking care of somebody else's meal behind you. Amen. So I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. I hope the food is uh, good. And I think it's a beautiful sentiment used. I'm, I love that they're using their status and their name for these types of... Absolutely. These types of opportunities and whatnot. And it's vegan? It's vegan, yes. Okay. Plant-based. Yeah. Go I on. mean, yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard they was giving out, like, kale and carrots. And I said, you know, I love that they, you know, people are eating nutritious Me nutrients, too. all Absolutely. their alkaline. Um, and things that they may not otherwise be provided. Um, but you know, if I may, okay. You know, if y'all just, it ain't nothing for you to throw together some like roasted chickens and like, you know, some good old potatoes, mashed potatoes, you know, some, some collard greens and things like, <laughs> just, <laughs> I was questioning, you know, the vegan option is, is good to have, right? Vegan options are, are also good to have. Um, you know, always good to have. I'm not opposed, honestly. Um, I just wonder, you know, if it's like the whole restaurant is vegan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just like okay. the truck. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm sure yeah. the vegan homeless community is very grateful. I'm sure they are. I'm I'm very sure and I'm like I said, I'm glad everybody's getting their nutrients. But I'm just saying <laughs> If you're going to call it the I love you restaurant. <laughs> you're so stupid. You know, it's nothing to give some niggas some chicken. Here comes, we're going to get some. I go, I'm going to make oh, merch yes. for us. Compete against getting grown. We're going to get gonna every vegan so going to cover our gonna email like, inbox. Oh Why are you promoting you're the so... death? <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to say that word. bitch, I like chicken. And I want to serve other people chicken, too. And if I had the resources to serve everybody motherfucking chicken, I would. Listen. <laughs> so. <laughs> you said what in, you said. Um, in things that we don't necessarily need, the game is getting <sighs> rebooted for Paramount+. Plus. I've heard. Okay. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I mean, like I don't know what Tasha else. Mack like, and Malik will be uh, resuming what, their roles. I struggle to 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 understand or imagine. I should say I struggle to imagine mm-hmm. what where else the story might go. <laughs> like I just agreed. agreed. I'm wondering what you know. Everyone Girl has Melanie aged. selling vitamins and yeah, like everyone and, has aged know. and we've moved on in our lives you know in in real life right so what yeah. how would what is, will be the fictional evolution of these characters um and will we care but listen so what i, I just, do know is it will no longer take place in san diego they will be moving to las vegas huh um, 
focusing again on Tasha and Malik, uh, but with with appearances from past cast members, we just don't know who those will be yet. Hmm. Is this going to be like on television or it's going to be like stream somewhere? I feel like it's going to be streaming on Paramount Plus. <sighs> well, listen, I'll say this. I, I, I think it's good that Wendy Raquel Black Robinson. Yes. Yeah. Let the people work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get your money. Mm-hmm. I will celebrate mm-hmm. that. And that's all I think I have to say. Positivity. I applaud it, queen. Um, <laughs> lastly, <laughs> not lastly, actually the CDC. Let me tell you something. Choke them chickens says that fully vaccinated people um, can go maskless. Let me tell you outside, inside, and everywhere else in between. I don't. I I don't care what the CDC says about this here. Um, Let me tell you something. I don't believe. I, I mean, I think that what I think is is most reckless about this latest. A CDC announcement is that I think you know I think America has proven America that as a country we cannot be trusted. The fact that this provision is based upon the honesty <laughs> of American citizens is what makes right. this horrifying for me, because you expect me mm. to believe that people you know I think that you know as much. I just don't believe that. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't just be out here, raw dog in the raw dog in the air. That's really because it. I That's don't really believe. It. I don't believe people when they say they're vaccinated. Um, and unfortunately, no, because like, people are wretched and people are lying, <laughs> like liars. Like these are the same right. Americans that were drinking bleach just just a few short months ago, and I. I just think that it is. Costco detergent pods and things. I think that we are just, we should never put our fate in the hands uh, or or put our fate in, you know, you know, I'm never going to put my well-being, you know, based on on whether or not Billy Bob Thornton is telling the truth. I can't do that. I just can't do it. And I won't. And I will not do it. Um, And... As a person, this, uh, this country was built on the foundation of a John Wilkes Booth. I am not trusting anything that you niggas say, okay? And that's not we're not sitting up here shaming people who are not vaccinated. And that's another thing I want to discuss because it's not. This is not for you. All right, you niggas out here talking about, um, you know, th- people are getting chips inserted inside of them and shit like that. Well, that's just fucking stupid. Uh, that's just dumb because y'all niggas got iPads and MacBooks and, and iPhones and Androids and everything else in between in which these niggas, if you say Magianos, these niggas are advertising Rigatoni D on your fucking social media. So don't talk to me about no fucking chip. But what I will say is you don't know people's reasoning behind why they've not gotten vaccinated if they not if they have not. Some mm-hmm. people face certain uh, autoimmune disorders or whatever that they have to wait a little while to see how things are going to react with their body. 
And so this shaming people for, for their personal choices, if you got somebody out here and they're not moving regularly, I'm not talking about niggas who are out here partying and, and being reckless. I'm talking about people who are trying to live their lives as safe and healthy as possible for everybody else and for themselves. So shaming people and all this, well, let me see your vaccination card. Don't do that. Because you don't know what people's reasoning is behind anything. So stop it. That's actually really intrusive, and it's not your fucking business. What you can do is figure out how we can all move safely. And telling the masses of niggas who don't give a shit about the next person, including their own kids, that they can go maskless if they're vaccinated is just a breeding ground for liars. <laughs> It's very dangerous, and I'm very concerned. And as such, I will be masked up until I, I feel That's less concerned. And, and I don't really know when that will be. But I think, like, you know, as Jay was saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm all for, and have been from the very beginning, I'm all for people making decisions and choices um, that work best for them and their families. I'm opposed to anyone who's been using their social media or any other sort of platform that they may have access to as a, a, a pulpit to kind of preach, you know, what others should or should not be doing. I'm sick of that. You know, I don't feel like, you know, y'all, your job is to decide whether you are going to get the vaccine. It's not your job to convert any anybody else, change anybody That's else. It. Your job is to mind your business and worry about yourself. I think we all get into very dangerous waters when we start saying what people should and should not be doing because we don't know everyone's circumstances and everyone's reach or capacity. So whatever, do your research for yourself. And I mean research. I mean asking uh, experts and, and, you know, citing credible sources. I'm not just talking about Googles. I'm talking about actually collecting credible resources and information and making... Um, you know, inform decisions about what's best for you and your family and moving in, you know, being okay, being confident, moving in those and going about your life, you know, after you've made those decisions, you know, like I just, I, I am weary of these sort of ongoing debates and discussions about who should and should not be doing what. I just feel like we will all do so much better if we would just worry about ourselves. But really I feel it. like this is just what put we on say the fucking the mask. Time. You know and, what I'm saying? And go do what you need to do. Like that's that's really just really it. Worry about yourself. Do what's best for you and your kids. I did have a hearty haha at uh you internet niggas uh putting out that thing that says Amer uh C D C says fully vaccinated <laughs> people can smoke a little crack as a treat. <laughs> terrible i saw that mess as well as a treat i said is this is really why i'm gonna have my mask down. on because some of y'all some of y'all are you know we just can't have nothing nice can't niggas are selling fake vaccination cards you know, and all like, kinds really? of shit it's not even that all you got to do is just not move like a dickhead that's really it that's really that's really the long and the short of it not move like a dickhead worry about yourself and try to protect others. If you do those three things, it is not that hard. But people people are going out of their way to, to be, be assholes in many arenas. In to many arenas. I had a friend to who told trash. me they went on a date night. 
And the lady who was uh, leading the class said, let me see everybody's vaccination cards. A date night. So everybody either had to have their vaccination card or they pulled it up via email. And one particular person who has some medical things going on didn't get was not vaccinated, but they were fully masked up. And the lady's like, oh, you're you're not vaccinated. Calling them out in the in the thing or whatever. So. You know, they were they were trying to be discreet. They're like, I can't right now, but I will stay masked up, you know, to protect myself and others. And my friend heard the lady say to the other person, well, I guess if they're okay, the person with them then will have to be okay. But I'm like, bro, all we got to do is just try to all try to be as safe as possible. That's really it. It's not that difficult. But y'all be acting like this is motherfucking hidden figures and shit. <sighs> and I'm just, I'm so tired. I'm just really tired. America, America, New York's about to open up. Cuomo's like, go to Shake Shack and get a free burger if you're vaccinated. <laughs> Everybody's, just... everything is open. I mean, everything. I mean, even the traffic, everything is open. Like, I just, everything. I'm just like, wow, I am not ready, but you all enjoy yourselves. Yeah. No shame to you, you know, if you if you feel safe and you out here moving as safe as possible. I'm not mad people, you know, we frolic in the park, try to go bike ride, shit like mm-hmm, that, but mm-hmm. we got to do the best we can, man, without being assholes. Um we're going to actually discuss this a little bit more in depth next week uh at the kitchen table because we have a friend coming on. Yes, indeed. Who um actually studies activism, but can we educate wanted to make something. sure cuz edu- I mean there's a lot of, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just saying, mm. we, we do like your, my worry is, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in Palestine right now. And yes. unfortunately, you know, what's out there in the media is not always the truth of what is happening. Nope. And so no, I think it's an important conversation that we're going to have at the kitchen table. And I just wanted to make sure that we have someone who can give us some real information um, about what's happening over there. Um, Cause I, I think, you know, empowering us with information is, is how we can sort of, you know, figure out how we can contribute um, and amplify. We want to make sure we're amplifying the right thing. So yes, we're going to talk about this more in depth next week. Um, a friend of mine, colleague of mine, Dr. Charles H.F. Davis is going to join us. Um, and share with us a, a little bit more about what's happening over there with the genocide of um, Sheikh Jarrah and, um, you know, with this state-sanctioned violence. Yeah, it's really um, terrible. It's just, it's really, really awful. And, you know, we're very black over here getting grown, right? We talk about that often. Um, what's happening over there is disgusting. And mm-hmm. if we're going to talk about democracy and we're going to talk about all of the ways that we're wronged here in this country we we need to talk about what's going on how this country is funding or contributing to um genocide of an entire religious group all supremacy is a is a global enterprise and we need to understand how it exists in cultures outside of our own so we're looking forward to having a conversation next week and hopefully you guys can come in and join us um, and we can have some things. So if you have any questions or things that you want to know specifically or learn about, um, 
Y'all know how to hit us up on social media and our email address. But yeah, we have. There is, I can tell you to start off, um, because again, we're going to go into depth into it, but there is a New York Times article. Uh, there's been a lot of, again, you have to be really careful with the media and what they're putting out there right now. But there is an article that kind of breaks down um, how all of this exploded uh, mm-hmm. recently. Like mm-hmm. what what was kind of, because this is not anything that is recent. This is actually not anything. This has been going on for a long time. Yes. Um, but what is it that brought it to light recently um, if you're trying to do a little bit of research? And so you can go and read that. Uh, Yara Shahidi puts out quite a bit of information um, and reliable uh, media outlets. And again, we're going to discuss it much more in depth next week. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we brought attention um, to, you know, what's going on in Sheikh Jarrah and let you all know that we're going to talk about that at the kitchen table next week. We're going to keep it a little lighter this week, but we're definitely going to discuss that next week. For sure. Uh, but with that being said, we have some graduation announcements. To oh, to yeah, sister, we do. We? Okay, oh, yeah. So let's do that for our shout out. Okay. Don't worry. We're going to put time stamps for you hating ass. <laughs> oh, did we not do that last time? They, they I don't I don't know. Okay, I actually just remembered. <laughs> We'll, 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 we'll do it this time, this time, this time. All right, girls and boys, it's time to talk money. It's our, one of our favorite subjects here on Getting Grown. Hot take. Your bank account should work with you, not against you. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. After all, you've earned your money and you deserve to keep it. Fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchase with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but better. With Chime, you get your paycheck benefits, stimulus checks, and tax return up to two days earlier with direct deposit. No hidden fees or monthly minimums, plus 38,000 fee-free ATMs with MoneyPass and Visa Plus Alliance. Turn on alerts with security that helps you know when your card is used and instantly block your card if something seems fishy. You save on autopilot. When you sign up for a Chime spending account, you can enroll in an optional savings account and grow your savings automatically with 0.5% annual percentage yield. That's 10 times the national average. Join the millions of people on Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Apply now at Chime.com slash GG. That's Chime.com slash GG. Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases. Purchases. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $100 by charm. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Go to chime.com slash gg for details. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. That's why MeUndies not only uses sustainable, breathable, soft fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. MeUndies offers classic colors to ridiculous prints, and they're available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. Never leave your couch again with a MeUndies membership, a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. Each month, you'll choose new undies, socks, or a bralette and pick the style and color or print that feels the most you. Fun, right? 
Plus, enjoy discounted pricing, free shipping, and exclusive early access to new launches. Love your butt and get the membership. I actually have the MeUndies membership, and when I tell you that, it has nothing to do with this advertisement. (laughs) I already had it because I like having nice, clean, soft draws that... (laughs) Leave me uh, the ability to walk around all of Brooklyn without them riding up my ass all the time. So I absolutely love it. If I want some plain black, if I want some plain white, why? If I want some fun prints, it doesn't matter because MeUndies is right there. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners for any first-time purchasers. You get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash grown. That's MeUndies.com slash grown. My sister's popping right now, like... All right, man. It's graduation announcement time. Let's get right on into it. The first, let's let's do it. Um, The first uh, reads, hey, cousins, Jade and Kia. I love getting grown so much and I kiki with y'all weekly. I hope all is well. I want to shout out my sister, Najee Watkins. She has earned her Master of Arts in teaching special education from Georgia College and State University. I love her and I'm so proud of her. She has many great things in store for her. Thanks, Astasia Watkins. Thank you, Astasia, and congratulations, Najee. Come on, special education. Congratulations, Najee. Yes. I was laughing because somebody, t- uh, I think they tagged us or commented or something I saw where they were like, the black people, please wait till the end of the uh, graduation <laughs> announcement to hold your applause. And black people be like, no. They were like, that's getting gross. Because we be congratulating everybody as we, we go. Like, and yes. will. Yes. <laughs> The next announcement reads, hello, my queens, Kia and Jade. Thank you for extending the opportunity to shout out my son, Dejan Jeremiah Anderson, who will be graduating from high school this summer. Y'all better come on. And thank you for the phonetic spelling, because I was definitely about to call him Dewan. Dejan has earned honors acknowledgments throughout his entire grade school years and has been enrolled in several AP courses while in high school. He will be graduating as a member of the National Honor Society, and I couldn't be more proud of this black young man. Dejan is my oldest child and setting a great example for his younger brother who will be moving on to middle school this fall. Please join me in congratulating Dejan, a.k.a. Day-Day, for such a great accomplishment. P.S. I welcome any useful information regarding scholarship and college assistance. This school year has been difficult for students and staff and there hasn't really been much assistance given to parents of students interested in attending college. Thank you again for this special gesture during a time where graduates seem to have been forgotten Mm -hmm. about, and you taking the time to acknowledge their achievements means so much. Stay safe and blessed, and that's from Jennifer. Thank you, Thank you, Jennifer, for writing in, and congratulations, Day-Day, a.k.a. Dejan Jeremiah Anderson. Super You know, I I love love me a (laughs) Day-Day. I okay, love I love us. Again, what do we love here at Getting Grown? Sturdy black names. Sturdy. Okay. Um, the next announcement reads, Cousins, in my best poetic Justin t- <laughs> Justice Tupac voice. Thank you all for what you do on this platform every week as you continue to help the rest of us try to make this adulting shit make sense. First off, I want to give the biggest graduation shout out to my gorgeous niece, 
Casey Johnson, who will be graduating next month from Cypress Park High School in Houston, Texas, baby. Not only did she maintain the honor roll her entire senior year, but she received one of the highest awards in her class. To top it off, she will be attending the University of Texas A&M Texarkana on a basketball scholarship while also majoring in psychology. I come from a very close yes. family, and she will be the first in our family to actually go away to college, even it's only, even though it's only a five-hour drive. I just want her to know how proud and excited I am for her in this new chapter of her life. I always joke and say how when I was a kid in elementary school, I would hear my friends talk about their nieces and nephews, and I didn't really know what that was, but I knew I wanted one. I never had a daughter. <laughs> I never had a daughter, but my niece is certainly the daughter I never had, and she has exceeded my mm. expectations of what I thought a niece should be. I absolutely love being her aunt and godmother, but above all, I love being her friend. We are all so proud and can't wait to watch our baby girl shine. I also want to give a major shout out to my baby, my amazing and only child, my son Maddox, who is graduating eighth grade this year and starting high school yes. at the same place where my niece is currently graduating. They make us all so proud, both academically and athletically. And even though this past year or so has been extremely difficult between the coronavirus and the switch to virtual school, through it all, my family and I have stuck together and God has kept us beyond blessed. Also, my son and my niece both have birthdays and graduations this month. So we have tons of reasons to celebrate. Um, she says, speaking of last year, I was one of many who was laid off and lost their jobs in the midst of the pandemic. However, with the help of a very supportive boyfriend and a very supportive family, I've been able to return to college full time after a hiatus of almost 15 years in an effort to finally finish my bachelor's degree in marketing and communications. As of today, I'm an officially a junior at the University of Texas Permain Basin. And even though I don't have my graduation announcement ready just yet, put a pin in this one because y'all will be hearing back from me very soon because your girl is back. Thank you both for consistently encouraging us to celebrate ourselves, no matter how big or small the achievement, because progress is still progress, even if it feels like you're the only one who sees it. And that's from Megan. So thank you so much, Megan. We're proud of you. Yes. Come on, Miss Junior. You're almost there. And uh, shout out to your son, Maddox, and your niece. Um, what's the baby's name? Where is it? Casey. Yes, your niece, Casey, for graduating from high school in... Um, headed to University of Texas A&M Texarkana. We're proud of all of you all. You guys are doing great We sure things. are. We sure are. Our next announcement reads, Hi, Jade and Kia. My name is Suli, and I just finished the first year of my chemistry Aww. degree. I didn't do as well as I thought I would, but I want to feel proud of myself for getting you through did this it, girl. over Zoom. Thank you for everything you did. Listen here, Suli. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Suli. So good. Nobody knew what to expect in a year like last year. And Ashy. so the fact that you did this and the fact that you wrote it and said, you know what? I still am going to celebrate myself. You motherfucking better, Suli. <laughs> and we are all the way over here applauding and congratulating you. Burr, and burr, you, burr, burr. you doing it. All right. So we don't we don't always put forth the best work or whatever that we thought we might have. But that doesn't discount the 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 efforts you know what i'm saying so you got this you got it congratulations i love to see it um hey cousins jade and kia praise the lord niggas i'm tahira from the bronx i've been tuned in since day <laughs> yes, one you are <laughs> i'm loving everything about getting grown i want to give a shout out to my nasa little cousin ade and her two best friends zoe and zaharia these young ladies have been friends since sixth grade and cheerleading in 2017 
they graduated from New Rochelle High School, and four years later, they are graduating from college. On May 6th, Ade graduated from Tyler School of Art and Architecture at Temple University with a Bachelor of Science in Architecture starting grad school May the 11th, um, also at Temple, okay? Because they don't play no games. Um, okay. On May the 8th, Zoe graduated from Indian <laughs> University with a... Ba- Is it Indian or Indiana? Either way, Indian University uh, Indiana. with a Bachelor of Science in Fitness and Wellness, a minor in Public Advocacy and Communications. Um, fall 21... Okay, she's going to be headed to, I think. Okay, I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is. <laughs> um, okay, she lists some of her. Um, she's got some honors. Her minor was in public advocacy and communications. She's got honors from the School of Public Health, Hudson Holland Scholar, also AKA Fall 2021 USC Chan Division, Chan Division of Occupational Science. Okay, all of these things. Shout out to you, Zoe. <laughs> um, on May 21st, Zaharia will graduate from the University of Maryland. And to hear it's not sure what she studied, but I'm super proud of these young ladies. There's nothing they can't do. Hard work pays off. I'm happy Ade has friends like them. And it's an honor to have met Zoe and Zaharia and now call them my NASA little cousins. I've included some photos. Um, and she said, I'll be emailing back in two years when my Jackson graduates from pre-K. Okay, thank you, you better. Zahira. And thank you for these photos. Oh, how cute are they? They are so, so adorbs, cute. right? I can't. I can't. Shout out this. to Ade, Zoe, and Zaharia graduating and doing big things. Okay. We love With to see With this cute it. little friend group, these names in this friend group. <laughs> Zoe and Zaharia. <laughs> and Ade. Okay, stop. I love it. <laughs> Our next one says, hey, Auntie Jade and Auntie Kia. Hey, niece. <laughs> Hi, uh, I hope you all are doing well. You got manners. I just wondered if we can do a graduation hashtag so we can see the adorable <laughs> photos too. I just want to show my support to the family and gas them up because they deserve it all. Hashtag GG graduation. Hashtag GG grad. Hashtag GG alumni. And that's from Lily, who is currently studying for the GRE master's degree coming soon. Coming soon. So, Lily, thank you for, for, I know this is not a graduation announcement. Thank you for that request. Um, we will try our best. Uh, Kia and I are, you know, about at capacity. <laughs> but we do want to be able to celebrate everybody in these beautiful photos that we received. So that might be something that we might be able to figure out. Thank you for that. For sure. Praise the Lord, niggas. Hey, Dr. Kia and Jade. I'm a longtime listener of Getting Grown. I appreciate you both for always giving us premium content on a weekly basis. Some episodes I feel like somebody has hacked my phone because y'all be all up in my business. Don't stop, though. It's (laughs) definitely helping. I want to shout out my six-year-old godson, Christian Pearson, for his upcoming kindergarten graduation on June 4th. Christian's first year in elementary school was totally virtual, but he persevered. He was placed into the accelerated class. And has been soaring ever since. He ties his shoes, uses yes, words like disgusting and ridiculous, and he's even mastered <laughs> on how he's mastered logging on to his class all by himself. He is the yes. epitome of black boy joy, and I'm super proud to be his godmother or his Mima, as he calls me. I also want to shout out my best friend, his mom, and his dad for taking the time to prepare. Best my best friend has her entire refrigerator cover in and sight words that they both have found creative ways to help him learn. A truly beautiful milestone for us all. Um, 
and she has included pictures of Christian, oh. who is just oh. as precious, Lord Jesus. Look at him in the street. I can't deal with it. Um, yes, Mr. Christian has made it, honey, out of virtual kindergarten. We are so excited and proud of him. Thank you for yes, writing, Sharice. Thank you for writing. That was beautiful. Shout out to you, Sharice. All right. Ashley writes in and says, Hey, Jade and Kia, I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning of this year and have absolutely loved each episode. Y'all keep me laughing and remind me to stay hydrated inside and out. Period. I've enjoyed hearing the graduation shout outs and often have a hard time accepting praise and applauding myself. So I would like to shout myself out for my accomplishments. I graduated magna cum laude from the Boston Conservatory at Berkeley in Massachusetts with a BFA in contemporary dance performance. Okay. And a minor in creative entrepreneurship. Yeah. In the middle of this potato sack, I made it to the finish line. Love y'all. And that's from Ashley. And she includes some beautiful photos of her and her beautiful smile out here being a black girl in Boston. Represent. I love to see it. Hey, Dr. Kia and Jade, I've been patiently waiting for a track six photo. No, she didn't write that. Idea. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I've been patiently waiting to send this announcement in. I want to shout myself out for graduating in December 2020 with my Master of Science in Industrial Engineering from Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville. It took four years while working full time. But at the end of the day, I got that degree. Thank you for being. Indeed. Thank you both for being an inspiration. Blessings. Kinsey, that's from Mackenzie Washington. Shout out to you, engineer, Shout out, to out here. We we love to see it. Did it? Y'all just be out here working in the pancetta. Good morning, ladies. I'd like to give a shout out to my sister in Christ. Tiffany Jamel Wilson, who graduated from Central Piedmont Community College in Charlotte, North Carolina, on May 13th, 2021. 20, we have known each other since sixth grade and both had super, super senior years in college. But we came out, um, we both had super, super, okay, yeah, senior years in college, but we came out on the other side. Hallelujah. I'm so proud of her and wish her all the best in her future endeavors. Tiff, you are a shining star. I love you, sis. And that's from Keisha Day. So shout out to you, Tiff. Tiffany Jamel Wilson, congratulations. And thank you, Keisha, for writing in. For sure. Hello, Dr. Kia and Queen Mama Chef Jade. (laughs) My first year of grad school is... Call me a mammy titty. (laughs) (laughs) My first year of grad school is in the bag. I'll receive a certificate in applied workplace psychology on May 21st. This prerequisite to an... This is a prerequisite to an MS in industrial organizational psychology. Uh, was how I skirted around taking that dreaded GRE, but guess what? It counts. Go ahead. Um, She says, I've been an administrative assistant secretary for far too long, and I'm eager to bust loose. I currently work in higher ed in the Office of Equal Opportunity at Iowa State University for an amazing boss. She's the first black woman woman leader I have ever had. Shout out to Margot Foreman for being an awesome example and mentor. As a single mom of twin eight-year-olds, one is on the autism spectrum and the other... Uh, recently identifying as non-binary has been a great challenge to bust out A's and high B's as a grad student, all while working full-time remotely advocating for my kids and attempting to pull off the hot mess of virtual learning for second graders. The two of you have consistently reminded me to prioritize self-care and work on continuous personal growth. Dr. Kia's position in higher ed inspires me to confidently assert my knowledge and skills and continue my own career in higher education. Queen Mama Chef Jade reminds me that it is possible to be a great mom 
while simultaneously juggling multiple projects and being tough on caucasity and foolishness. Keep doing the damn thing, team typing fast, and I look forward to writing in again when I've completed the master's program. Love y'all, Amber R. Davis. Shout out to you, Amber. Yes, Amber. Shout out to you and the babies. Yes. Congrats on your certificate, girl. You did that. You did. Hey, Jade and Kia. Praise the Lord, niggas. I just discovered you guys a few months ago, and I'm binge listening. Oh, hey, girl. I'm so sorry. I'm currently <laughs> on the May 2019 episodes and listening to the graduation shout outs. Anyway, I'm going to keep it short. I would like to shout myself out for graduating with my MBA in strategic management from the University of North Texas yes. on May 1st. Go ahead. It was hard as fuck being the only black person <laughs> and or woman in most of my classes, but I'm glad to be on the other side. I love you guys. And that's from Alexis Roberson. Congratulations, Alexis. And take a break from getting grown every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Alexis, and welcome to the kitchen table, sis. Welcome, welcome. Hey, ladies, I've been so blessed to have had the chance to shout out myself, my brother, and my mother in the graduation announcement since the start of the podcast. Now it's my sister's time to shine. My baby sister, Treasure, will be graduating on May 29th from my alma mater, the University of Texas at Austin, with her BSA in biology and a certificate in social inequality, health, and policy. She will also be starting her journey to become a doctor of osteopathic medicine this fall at my other alma mater, the University of North Texas Health Science Center. Treasure, I'm so, so proud of you and how you've pushed through over the past year. From studying for the MCAT to getting shadow time in the middle of a pancreatic, <laughs> you've shown time <laughs> and time again that you can handle whatever life throws at you. I'll always be here to support you and cheer you on from the sidelines. Love you so much. Your big bro, Chinadu. Um, and he also included a picture of the family at Treasure's class ring ceremony back in April. Very, very nice. Thank you for writing oh, in, Chinadu. We got a GGB. Come on. Okay. Chinadu and Treasure. You, huh? I was what like, is, is that Chinadu? Yes, that is Chinadu. Go ahead, Chinadu, with this flourishing beard. <laughs> I mean, isn't it healthy? It's healthy. I'm going to be a good black. family. Come on. Okay. And you know, and it doesn't even look like a disguised beard. I'm here for it. <laughs> I love it. Shout out to the GGBs. <laughs> Our next announcement GGB. reads: Many blessings and salutations, Jade and Kia. <laughs> I love y'all so much. What? <laughs> I really do. My little brother D'Angelo has graduated from Cumberland University in Lebanon, Tennessee, with a degree in criminal justice. He gave us all a big scare last year with his health, and it looked like he would be delayed a semester. But by the grace of God and the universe, he pulled through and graduated on time. Yes. I'm so proud of him. He's studying for his LSATs, and he hopes to enroll in Penn State for law school. I look forward to all his accomplishments. And that's from Mac Michelle. So shout out to you, D'Angelo. I hope you use your blackness to... Uh, you know, stomp on these hoes next in the legal system and on justice and all of that. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yes, indeed. Oh. We need more and more woke law woke lawyers. So please uh, help us. Um, hello, Jaden Kia. Okay. I've been a listener since 2017. Come on. Old school. I want to shout out my hubby, Dr. Desmond Brown, MD, PhD. That's two doctorates. Okay. Show out on us. Uh, who is completing his residency at the Mayo Clinic in neurosurgery. I mean, what? What the fuck? <laughs> what? 
What? <laughs> I just feel all manner of inadequate. Okay. I want, let me just read you. this again. I want to <laughs> shout out my hubby, Dr. Desmond Brown, MD, PhD, who is completing his residency at, at the Mayo Clinic in neurosurgery okay. on June 18th, 2021. He began this journey as a single dad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What'd you say? No, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you after. I mean... Um, he began his journey as a single dad of three young kids with the help of his mother. We met in 2015 and were married in 2018. And after the birth of our youngest son, we are now a family of six, soon to be seven with our baby girl. Jesucristo. <laughs> in November. They have been bu- booked and busy. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, in every Browns, way that you can be. <laughs> the Browns have been booked in all kinds of ways. Yeah. His journey has not been easy on, and we are all proud of him and his ability to devote himself to his medical research pursuits as well as to our family. We are looking forward to getting the hell up out of the great white north of Rochester, Minnesota, uh, or is it Minneapolis? It's Minnesota. Minnesota. I think it's Minnesota. And he takes, uh, oh, he's going to take his dream job at the National Institute of Health. Um, Thank you, Stephanie Brown. So shout out to Stephanie, Dr. Desmond Brown, MD, PhD. Okay. Period. Okay. Shout out to Dr. Desmond Brown for these two, like, ridiculous uh, degrees. <laughs> okay. For the fact that he is steady okay. out here, allowing allowing them boys to swim while he's <laughs> also hitting the book, shooting up the club. Congratulations to your growing shooting family. Up the club. Okay. My and the Mayo Clinic. I remember having that damn diet on my fucking refrigerator with that half a grapefruit and you allow some tea and some coffee and shit. So, oh, Jesus, help me. My nigga is out here. Do you hear me, Dr. Desmond Brown, MD, PhD? Go off. Please and thank you. Congratulations to you all. Shooting up the club in the middle of, the, uh, of I mean, studying in, everything. In the pancreatic. <laughs> Getting degrees and shooting up the club in the pancreatic. Go ahead. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just that one really was like, how are y'all having mad babies? And I'm tired. Every I don't degree know. ever. <laughs> like, I am exhausted just after reading that. Woo! Can wow. we just wrap up the whole episode? Okay, we we might as well. That thank you for coming. Our next announcement reads. Hey, cousins, Jade and Kia, Sammy here with the Ash Academy. Just sending you a note for graduation announcements. Crystal Ash, co-founder and COO of the Ash Academy, our family foundation, who just so happens to be my youngest sister, just graduated from USC today. Very nice. May 14th, 2021, with her master's in public health. I appreciate you, appreciate you all for reading all of these for the graduates. And that's from Sammy, a.k.a. Samuel J. Ash. Ain't that, the, ain't that what you go to the ash academy ain't that the no, uh, i go to the ash conference it's a different ash oh the ash conference got it <laughs> yeah. okay these, i was like damn people. that's the people who came up no, with it that's crazy this is their, their last name is actually ash <laughs> got it. Um, okay good day because i find it hard to shout out myself i'm writing this in the voice of my mom who never fails to tell everybody about my <laughs> wait 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 as it continues. Oh, God. <laughs> she says, my daughter, Rashida McClendon, is already a licensed attorney practicing local government law for over 10 years. She was also appointed county attorney in 2018 
At the same time, she went back to school and for the last three years has been juggling a more than full-time job in a demanding master's program. May 16th, 2021, she was awarded a Master of Public Administration degree from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. My daughter <laughs> continues to amaze me and set the example being the first in our family to graduate from college. Not only is she hardworking, oh she is finding ways to challenge the system she labors in within hopes of effectuating positive change. I am so proud of the woman that she is. Thank you, Jade and Dr. Kia, for shouting out my baby. Then she says, back in my own voice, I want to recognize. It's the commitment for me. I want to recognize and praise all the other graduates. Hearing about all of the numerous accomplishments of black and brown people is encouraging. I'm proud of each of us doing our thing and doing it well, despite all that is individually and systemically set up against us. Congratulations yeah. to the class of 2021. Thank you, Jade and Kia, for being committed to this platform, giving us our flowers, and bringing joy to this hood. With love, Rashida. Girl. Rashida. <laughs> Rashida. Rashida. You had better step so in and out of character, okay? And it don't sound like you I have any problem you shouting your out yourself. <laughs> it sounds like your mother, you have really rose to the occasion of shouting out yourself. <sighs> you really did that, okay? You and your mama's oh, voice God. did that. Congratulations oh, to you, sis. Congratulations to you. That goes down my top five favorite. I mean, the history ever. books. Like, <laughs> my girl went all the way to the end of the paragraph. Thank you for shouting out my baby. <laughs> A mess. Oh, God, that took me out. Okay. Hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Thank hey. you for doing the annual celebration of graduates. We are happy to do it. This is one of my favorite times of the year on Getting Grown, and ours too. It seems like I have 50, 11 million friends finishing doctoral programs this year. And I wanted to do a quick shout out of their names, programs, and universities. Not even going to include their dissertation titles. You know those are way too long. Way and would take long. up a full hour of full the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, this is from Fred. Yes, this is our friend Fred. Dr. Fred We Smith. love us some Fred. Okay. Dr. Fred says, Dr. B, he doesn't like his government name out there, who graduated on May 13th from University of Southern California with a doctorate of education, organizational change, and leadership, but he's holding it down for us, diversity and inclusion professionals in higher ed and tech industries in the Bay Area. We love it. Dr. Frangelo Arian, who graduated on May 21st from University of San Francisco with a doctorate of education, organization, and leadership. Dr. Brandon Harris graduating on May 22nd from Cal State Northridge with a doctorate of educational leadership. Dr. A. Pierre Cheryl, I hope I read that right, the second graduating on May 25th from San Diego State University with a doctorate of education. And Dr. Ashley Lauren Joseph graduating on May 29th from University of Laverne with a doctorate of education, organization, and leadership. Finally, congratulations to all the students I've worked with and mentored at Cal State LA and San Francisco State University. Thank you, Jade and Kia, for doing our Women of Color Conference at Cal State LA. The students love and remember your keynote on the ABCs of Empowering Relationships. Hey, 
I'm glad y'all remember that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The class of 2021 has shown incredible resilience and strength, especially finishing their degrees during the year of the Penelope Cruz. If I forgot (laughs) you by your name. (laughs) If I forgot your name, blame it on my head and not my heart. Congratulations. And that's from Dr. Fred. We love to see it. Come on, Penelope Cruz. We love us some Fred. Penelope Cruz. Alana writes... Praise the Lord, my niggas. My name is Mm. Alana, and I have been anxiously waiting for my turn to write this email. I started my master's degree in the fall of 2017, and getting to submit my graduation announcement to Getting Grown has been one of the accomplishments I've been looking forward to. After taking the four-year route to get my master's in social work, team typing fast enough, my time has finally come. Your girl has made it, and I'm an MSW, damn it. There were several times during this last academic year that I didn't think I would finish, but I worked my whole ass off to get here and finish with this 4.0 GPA intact. I'm so proud to be able to add these letters behind my name. I'm currently sitting in my commencement ceremony. What? (laughs) She said, ignoring this white man as he speaks while writing this email. Alana, don't embarrass us. I just want to say thank you so much for all that you two do for us. The podcast has encouraged me in so many ways and helped me feel connected to my fellow niggas in the whole wide world. Shout out to all of us out here just trying to make it through this thing called life. I love us for real. Speaking of remaining connected to my fellow blacks, I must shout out my girl Alante Whitmore and all of the work she's done to build black in grad school, the community that helped keep me working on this degree when I didn't want to and help me to get to know other black graduate students. I live in Southwest Missouri and there aren't many of us out here, period. Pray for me, y'all. Chef Jade and Dr. Kia, I look up to both of you in so many ways. Thank you for allowing us to grow and learn alongside you. Y'all don't owe us a thing and I appreciate everything you choose to share with us. I've learned so much from each of you and can't wait to see what else y'all have in store. Alana Hickman, MSW. And she included a picture of her in these baby blue shoes. Go ahead, girl. Yes, be out here. Get your life. Okay, it is spring. I love to see it. In southwest Missouri. In your past Looking super cute. Yes. Go ahead, Alana. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your MSW. Shout out to Alante and uh, Black in Grad School for those who that might apply to. Um, I think that's very dope. And Black is spelled Blick. B-L-K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh! Hey, ladies, I would like to give a major shout out to my son, Noah. He will be going to middle school, sixth grade in the fall, and I'm beyond proud of this kid. Through everything that we have ever been through in the recent years, he has been able to maintain on an A honor roll throughout. He's such a smart and kind person, and I honestly do not understand how I was lucky enough to have him as a kid. And that's from Paula. And let me tell y'all about Noah and these cheeks. I just want to squeeze them. Precious in his eyes. Precious. Just plain precious. Oh, his cheeks. I know he had the juiciest (laughs) cheeks as a baby. I want to bite him. (laughs) Shout out to you, Noah. Shout out to you, Noah. Hi, Kia and Jade. I love your podcast. I was on the fence about sending in an announcement for myself because I have been in a funk. The last four and a half years have been hard going to school full time, working full time and being the CEO of my household. But I'm happy to say that I successfully defended my dissertation on February 23rd and graduated on May 16th with a Ph.D. in translational health science from the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences. Here's to getting my life back on track and taking care of me 
uh, taking care of myself physically, mentally, and emotionally. Thank you for creating this space. Wishing you all the best, Brittany. Shout out to you, Brittany, PhD. We love it. Congratulations, sure sis. do. Congratulations. And listen, the funk is real. Okay, you did it. Hey, Jaden Kia. My name it. is Marquita, and I started listening to you guys last year around this time. I'm so glad I found this podcast. Every week, I look forward to gathering around the kitchen table to be encouraged, inspired, educated, and entertained. Aww. And appreciate you both for all that you do. Oh, Marquita. Or maybe Marquita. Not sure. <laughs> I am excited to announce that on May 15th, I received my LLM Master of Laws degree in taxation from Boston University School of Law. As I, uh, 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 as if pursuing this degree while working full-time wasn't challenging enough, there was a whole pandemonium to contend with. However, by the grace of God, I made it through and will be celebrating this accomplishment all month long, like That's a birthday. It. Thank you for this platform, and please continue to do what you're doing, sending love and light. And that's from Marquita or Marquita. Congratulations, um, shout, girl. Shout out to you, boo. Look at this red lip, okay? Honey. She's robed. It is not wrinkled. Look at the hat. Look at the footwork. <laughs> out here dressed, honey. Up. Dressed up. We love to see it. We do. Congratulations to all of the graduates this week. Uh, again, please make sure you get your graduation announcements in every week before Monday uh, noon. So we'll see you all next week back at this good old shout out table. And shall we move on to our kitchen table, sister? We shall. Last year showed us that you never know what life is going to throw at you. And if you use credit cards to pay for unexpected expenses, it can be overwhelming to manage that debt. Take control with Upstart so you know exactly what to expect. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners with a five-minute online rate check. You can see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can be approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as just one business day. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash grown. That's upstart.com slash grown. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash grown. grown, grown all right. Grown, so we grown. told you all what we're coming to the kitchen table with next week. But this week, we wanted to keep it kind of light. So, oh my. you know, every week, XD and I cover Married at First Sight recap. Um, but Kia and I don't really get many opportunities in the midst of working and all the things that we're doing to discuss some of the trash that we have the privilege of watching um, together because we don't watch a lot of the same stuff, right? <laughs> so we thought it would be fun this week to kind of discuss the perils of Paige oh, from Married at First Sight uh, in the finale before the reunion this week. Ooh, so, this is not a full recap. This is just a, a few of our thoughts. Um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners watch Married at First Sight, and I'm sure a lot of you don't. If you don't, I would implore you <laughs> to go and look up Chris Williams, wow. um, not the singer, and uh, Black Christian Weave Lady 
is what we like to call her over at JDXD. Um, <laughs> and their saga. So, sis, yeah. I'd like to ask you your thoughts on the Married at First Sight uh, finale. So if we're going to jump right into the Paige and Chris situation, right? Oh, you can I'm, go where... How, you can start wherever you'd like, honestly. Okay, so I will say this. Um, I don't think that I was surprised by any of the decision day Agreed. decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt like uh, Ryan and Claire were going to stay together. Yeah, um, it could have gone either way. It could have gone either way, but I kind of felt like, um, I don't know. I just felt like, I knew that Claire was going to want to stay married. I'll put it that way. I didn't know what Ryan was going to do, but I did feel pretty confidently (laughs) that Claire was going to be in. And thankfully, this time she did not get embarrassed. Hopefully, they are somewhere having sex. Um... Oh, my God. I hope so, (laughs) Jesus Christ. After you made the decision, please don't wait no more. The girl was all over the TV screen with blue balls. Just horny, okay? (laughs) Just. And I mean, you you know, know. there are other things. Felicia and I will watch this together and sort of unpack things. And so I could not wrap my mind around this whole Ryan thing. I felt like it was was very much about, it was a control issue for Ryan. It was Mm -hmm. all about him. You know, control, and I, and I don't know, like, you know, for whatever reason, I really didn't buy his whole good Christian rationale for not. Absolutely not, because she already told us, look at the flick of the wrist. This good, the girl was, (laughs) okay, she wasn't not busy. She just wasn't get, she just didn't get to go to pound town, as she says. And it was just like, that's not fair. But, um, listen. It's not. Whatever. They are together. You ain't going to flick my bean every night and think that that's getting ready to just be satisfactory. Like, but that's... I just was like, what are... This is, this is so childish, but... It's so childish. Whatever. Um. Okay. Uh. I'm so glad that Jacob and Haley gave us free. Woo! Lord have mercy, I was so ready. <laughs> I mean, what it it just felt like I was like, this relationship is oppressive and I I want to get out of it. Please let me. I don't understand why they were in the apartment together for as long as they were. Like we knew this was done after day three. I'm just like they (laughs) were like they never should have came back after the honeymoon. Like they're no because that that man was still holding on to whatever happened when he when she lied and said that. Whatever. Was it a lie? Was that it man not a was lie? holding on to the last I seven mean, relationships that held have failed on. him. One thing that Jacob held, he that baby held the grudge. <laughs> I mean, held it for ten <laughs> episodes. He held it and would like not a, let like it go. A baby. I mean, cradled it in his arms. He never let it go. <laughs> but I'm so glad I was relieved and literally lifted both of my hands when when Haley said that she just she was like, I know if I stay in this, I will be settling. I was like, Thank you, God for letting me out of this relationship. I don't really care about them because Haley was really the most insufferable kind of white woman. She was because she took zero accountability. Zero. Um, She took responsibility for nothing. And how she was the catalyst of like this demise of a relationship. (laughs) Um, But then, you know, your boy was bitch made. 
Oh, both of them. I mean, both of them were terrible, but I just felt like Haley had loads of expectations that she never articulated. And so did Jake, right? They all just kind of came to the table and had, they had all of these like holding so tightly to what they thought should happen, but never, like they had the worst communication ever. And I'm like, they don't even like each other. They don't talk. They do not speak. There was the most silent of houses. I said, I could never. It's more noise than here. And I'm going to tell here. you when I wrote, wrote him, I'm going to tell you when I really wrote him off. She got on my, they both got on my nerves. But when I really wrote him off is when they went on that vacation to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And that man made eight out of the 12 eggs in that carton. And I said, well, what the fuck else is everybody else <laughs> supposed to eat for breakfast? <laughs> But this when is I like, tell you that I was just like, that's how nerves. white people function. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I said, just you just gonna come in. up in here and make eight motherfucking eggs? Like, like everybody else ain't gotta eat in the morning? But this is how you know. I'm just like, those are the kinds of things that I look for when I watch stuff like this. And I'm just like, these people don't really want relationships. Like, and, no, and Haley killed me with this because she said it a lot and so did Brianna, but I feel like Brianna was much more open. But Haley will always say, you know, I, I did this because I wanted to be married. I wanted to be a wife. And I'm just like, you know, I think there's a difference between wanting to be a wife, generally speaking, and wanting to be your partner's wife. Like, okay. like that's, that's, I think that that's... that is a key distinction. Right. And this is one of the things that sort of baffled me about this whole show is that I sure, sure. Is having a family a goal of mine? I think so. Um, I, I definitely want to have a family, but I'm not out here just saying randomly, I want to be a wife. I think me being a wife is contingent upon who I find myself in partnership with. Right. And, you know, everybody that you in partnership with, it's not going to be your husband. So, so and everything but, you ask for ain't what you need. Okay. Absolutely. So you want to be a wife, a wife, you better be very specific. What kind of wife do you want to be? This is what a I'm wife? saying. Be a wife. And, I just feel like we have, and I wonder, I don't know, I, I want to find a way to talk about this more, mm-hmm. but I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like there is so much rhetoric, um, like societally about mm-hmm. like, you know, like I think women wear the title of wife, like a credential. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know that I see that. I don't know that I see that in in men as much, right? I don't know that I ever walk upon a gang of men just randomly talking about, I want to be a husband. And I'm not saying that that is a bad thing, but I just feel like marriage is is a credential among single women. And I wonder what that is about. And I'm not not shaming. You've kind of touched on it in in the past, in one aspect because if we're going to be really honest we actually you know there have been times where i've even said it where i feel like maybe the church has encouraged i'm saying the church not religion the church has encouraged yeah uh this 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 ideology or whatever right but um in all honesty as i look at all of society i know a lot of people who are who just want to be Right. It's like they they just they just riddle it off. Like, you know, like, you know, I want to go to college. I want to get my master's. I want to be a wife. Like, like, you know, it's kind of like a it's like it's not like I think we liken it to it's, it's, it's like an identity that women aspire to have. 
without ever really, and I'm not, I'm not saying this judgmentally. I don't want the people to, to jump down my throat. But I mm-hmm. feel like even in my conversations with other single women or even my conversations with, with my friends, my close friends that are married, you, Keisha, um, I don't know that as much time is spent on really understanding like the like what wife being a wife means with respect to relationship. We spend so much time dreaming about being a bride and bring being a wife. I don't know that we spend as much time really investing and learning about what real relationship means and cuz being a in partner. My ex- right. What in my experience of relationship it's it's you know it's it's a lot of it's it's not just you know having the title or having you know the benefits of of having that partnership mm-hmm. but there is a lot of work that that is required in maintaining a partnership with someone and I don't know that we sit around and talk about that in the group chat it, with the same heat <laughs> that we talk about I'm ready to be a wife I'm ready I'm ready to be a wife because I'm ready to stop dating like that I just don't think that I don't know if we spend enough time really dealing with digging down and what that means and we just sort of out here chasing this title um and I felt like Haley just walked around like I deserve to be a wife because I want to be and she had not done any work on herself no well, um, another thing that worked my nerves was that they would go on and on about, well, I want to be married because I've been single for the past seven yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, at this point, and I'm like, well, first and foremost, you're 27. So Thank you've been you. single since you were 20, which, <laughs> I mean, to me, that sounds like a fucking dream. What sounds do you like mean? A lo- it sounds like a the- great time. <laughs> Sounds just like, like I, I mean, you've got like a, all a of time, the, the girls. So much time <laughs> to learn about yourself and the world and what you want, what you like, what you don't like. So much time when you don't have the responsibilities of, you know, caring for and being connected to another person. But like, yeah, like you said, everyone's running around talking about, I've been single. I'm 32 years old. I've been single for 10 years. It's like, yeah. I'm 26 years old and my last relationship was toxic. You were 16, bitch. Of course it was. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you that irritated my whole soul. (laughs) We are holding tightly to, um, you know, uh, these sort of like societal ideals. Um, Mm -hmm. that have not aged well, right? Um, Because, I mean, if we look statistically and we look culturally, like people are getting married much later in life than they they were in the 1930s and 40s and even 70s and 80s, right? Even Um, 90s. Absolutely. And so, but, but, but there is still this pressure. And you're right. I definitely believe that it has a lot to do with a lot of the church, the programming in the church. And I'm, I said programming because to me it's not biblical. Right. But there mm-hmm. is like this whole curriculum, um, associated with being a woman, a Christian woman. And that's always geared toward being a wife. That's talking mm-hmm. about having a husband, getting a husband, mm-hmm. but you know, doesn't really keeping deal with, husband. doesn't really deal with keeping, doesn't really deal with actually liking. Right. So I, there's lots of women who I know who have husbands, mm-hmm. right. And they don't. And I'm like, you don't even really like that nigga. You just wanted to be a wife so Thanks. bad. 
Like, you just want to be a wife so bad, and y'all are miserable. Y'all hate each other. Like, low-key, high-key, all the keys. Okay, girl, let's just tell the truth. Is that really worth the title of just being a wife when you're dwelling with a person whose existence you cannot stand? You don't like him. And that's not to say that every day you're going to like a nigga, because you're not. True. But... Oh, but all in all, in the long haul of things, if every day you wake up and you literally hate when this nigga breathes, is that worth just just the title of being a wife? And this is this is good because this brings me directly to Paige, right? Oh yes. Because Paige represents a lot of this, you know, church rhetoric around wife dumb programming. It's and it is like it said. is um because what irked me throughout the season with Paige was mm-hmm. that Paige blamed the Lord for her terrible decisions. She mm-hmm. you know, she tolerated terrible treatment and piss poor behavior and felt that the Lord called her to it. Now, now I can tell you from personal experience that the Lord will absolutely call you to trials and challenges and difficult things. The Lord will absolutely have you in situations that are difficult for you to navigate, um, to teach you different lessons. Right. But I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if Mary at first sight, a place where you are matched by matchmakers, um, is the means by which the Lord is going, is going to send your husband um, such that you can tolerate abuse and manipulation and, and, and oh continue to endure it. Like the Lord has nothing to do with how horrible a person Chris was and how horrible he treated you, how horribly he treated you. And yet you continue to withstand this nonsense and, and did so because the Lord would have you to do that. And that I just never believed. Like I never believed that. I imagine, I imagine the Lord was very nini about this situation. Every <laughs> well, how am I in it? <laughs> she said it. How'd I get into it? <laughs> because well, that's my favorite nini clip. Now, up. how did I get in it? You see, how'd I get into this? I didn't. What? I didn't ordain shit about this. <laughs> I because she she did this every chance she fucking got to justify this raggedy ass behavior from this greasy ass nigga who continued to show up every time he appeared on the cameras with his ankles out. I mean, I mean, built like a potato. Okay. Baby, with those with them good American jeans and them fashion overfits. Listen, built like a potato with his ankles exposed and always Mm. in a overworn Gucci slide. Mm. Okay. Mm. I mean, or a always suit with a print, an <laughs> unnecessary print, an unflattering print. Yes, yes. A wide checkerboard print, like for what? Okay. And a repoed subway. <sighs> and I mean, you got the nerve to play up in my face, and you are literally going through foreclosure of this subway right now. All of these, eat things. fresh, nigga. Eat 
fresh. Listen, <laughs> but and I think the thing that we miss is like you know not only did Chris show up ready to ruin everybody's life with this horrible attire, he also <laughs> carried with him just I mean extreme amounts of audacity. <laughs> like Ooh, like I, mean, I mean it was it was it was the it was the. I mean, the unabashed, he was unashamed of the way that he treated this person on national television. It was a, it was a game to him. And I know it was a game to him because, you know, he went on live, like he was on Instagram live every, every episode. Oh, was Um, he? Yes. And he, you know, would just, you know, just be poking fun. I mean, and just being a dick. Um... His well, I should have known because you know we saw the stock that he came from in the first and second Ooh, episodes with his disgusting, nasty ass daddy and that tacky ass two piece casual set, and the way his he mama would just, with some pale pink lips and no lip liner, uh, girl. Let me tell you something, I, and I know that drove you. Kia cannot stand a bitch with Ooh, no lip liner because okay. why not? <laughs> You too old for and this teenage he, wet and wild lipstick, girl. <laughs> 99 cents. You 40-something years old. I'm sick of it. I'm sorry. It was some years ago. I didn't put on no lip lighter. Oh, my word. Like, Where is your lip? <laughs> Jen, I'm just because, Jay, the lipstick is on your forehead. Because you have not contained it. You need to contain it to your lips. I just be trying to help. That's all. No, and you do, and I appreciate your honesty. But we saw the stock that this nigga came from with his disgusting daddy and his enabling mother. Well, was he drunk? Bitch, does it matter? <laughs> this nigga called her ugly at the wedding. This nigga has literally been raggedy from the minute that he opened his mouth. And we have watched her justify and enable this behavior the entire time on account of the Bible. And not mine, right? Because I'm like, Paige going to stop lying on the Lord. And I mean, I'm so glad that you said that the God was probably sitting up there like Nene. Like, how did I get in this? How did I get in this? How? I didn't tell Paige to how? go on nary a loving first sight. I never told her to do this. We you love know, to, to do what we want to do. I don't know much about algebra, <laughs> but I don't think it says that. <laughs> no. <laughs> It doesn't. It does not. It does not. And it was really embarrassing, right? So I'm yeah. up there looking. It was embarrassing. You know, I suffer from vicarious embarrassment. So when Chris was up down to the Mary First Sight with his pastor and all that other stuff, I was like, now nah, this is a mockery. It's really upsetting oh, because this is all... Dance groups. I know. This is, I mean, this is a show. <laughs> it's all a show. Like, this is all a show. And, like, I hated it. And I knew that yeah. when I knew immediately by the way that he was sitting there with them squares uh, <laughs> in his suit, and when he had them with them brooches on his lapel, I knew it. Oh, I knew it God. that it was just a matter of moments before he was going to get to crying and run out. And what did Paige do but run behind his simple behind? And you know, I knew that she was going to do that because when he was apologizing <laughs> and saying sorry. Paige was showing all 83,000 of her teeth. In I her mean, head. running like a chess cat and getting on my last nerve. And I'm just like, <laughs> what's this? What? And I just, you know, I, I feel like self-included, right? We as women have been conditioned to accept the bare minimum. 
we accept a basement from these niggas, right? And and we make excuses for mm. their incapacity um, because, you know, we can acknowledge that they've been through difficult things because we have. We can relate to that. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm just learning even for myself. Like, what you accept, what you accept um, at the beginning will be what you will be expected to accept for the duration of your relationship. It's very rare that, or I don't, I don't want to say it's almost never, but, but I just have never seen it to where like, you know, you know, you certain, certain things don't grow in a relationship. Um, and, and excuses. (laughs) I've never really seen people grow beyond bad behavior that is constantly excused. And I'm, I don't know if I'm articulating that the way that I mean it, but I hope oh, that y'all no, very, get what I'm oh, saying. Oh, no, you're doing a great job. Because, you know, every once in a while you buy a house plant that got root rot, okay? Mm-hmm. There's no way of knowing that it had root rot. It has root rot, and you, di- you didn't know it. Is it with every plant? No. Is it with the majority of them? No. But every once in a while you buy one with root rot and realize that there is literally no salvaging this fucking plant. From the minute this nigga spoke at their wedding, he told her bridesmaids that she was not a trophy wife. (sighs) Shut it down from there. And from there, we watched him play all over TV, all over the internet. He brought that girl. He brought Mercedes a Mercedes. He -hmm. had a, 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 a baby come in. He had all kinds of things going on on this show. And... Played all over this girl, projected, gaslit, emotionally abused, every fucking buzzword you can think of. This nigga did that. And you still running him down because he's crying these fucking crocodile tears about the behavior that he exhibited. Kiss my ass. God don't have shit to do with this. I just, I just... I don't know. Like, and she really for a moment. And I get it because, you know, when you have been mistreated, I understand that I can understand wanting to just get, I can see how getting an apology that you feel like you've been deserved is just being very vindicating. And for a moment that can make you feel like, oh, wow, maybe he has really changed. Um, yeah, not for but, whatever the fuck but, was happening there. Right. But like, I mean, the way that it was, it was just such, it was classic manipulation. Like he knows how he's masterful at, at, at emotional and manipulating, emotionally Mm. manipulating Paige. He knows how to confuse her and he's done it. Every single episode of this season, he has specified Paige. Yeah. Cause he wasn't confusing me or none of us. <laughs> because I think, and I mean, it's good. I mean, but there, that, that is something I've learned. One of my friends said this to me recently. One of my guy friends, two of them actually, I was talking to them. They was like, you know, one thing about guys, they're very intentional. And if a, mm. if a man is confusing you, and he allows you to kind of remain confused, if you express to him that's what well, his mm. behavior is confusing to you, and he allows you to continue to be confused, that's not the nigga for you. Because men operate in terms of clarity, they're very intentional. That's right. And so if a nigga is intentionally 
confusing you and it's just okay with you being out here talking about, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's not, that. Uh, that's a nigga that is doing that intentionally. He is manipulating, mm-hmm. the, manipulating you in that way. And I just, I mean, watching Paige. Especially a nigga with his ankles out. <laughs> I mean, all it took, and I mean, I just couldn't understand it because if, if I went to have sex with my husband and he had a panic attack, it wouldn't, you wouldn't have to tell me no more. I would have been telling the producers, y'all can go ahead and call whoever you need to call, but I'm leaving. Like, I'm not a trophy wife, but you won't fuck the first night? Nah. Period. The answer, You got what? this nigga with the perm who's waited all season, and as far as we know, could be waiting up until this very moment right now. Exactly. And, but you was ready to smash the cakes the first fucking night. I mean, you wasn't you confused up about that. Yeah. Was it? After you sat up here and told us and Darren Dance Grooves and everybody else that all your relationships have failed because you smashed the cakes the first night, so you want to treat this one differently. And then you decided, well, she's only worth her cake, so let me just go ahead and get that while I can. Mm-mm. You are a slimy, sleazy human being. I'm so glad you got that fucking subway taken away, and everything you do is going to rot and crumble. Sealy style. Like, that's well, it. I know who why he got to get to fighting with Ke- what's the man the who is hosting the reunion because it looks like they actually going to get to actually fighting he talk about meet me in the parking lot oh, have you that, seen the preview for the reunion i did see the preview last week and um you know i hope that he gets his ass beat the way that he deserves but this is you're not, not gonna sit up here and challenge behave. every nigga up. He's a chi- he's a child this though. Look how he did. He, he did it with out. January sixth, and I don't even mm-hmm. like that nigga. But he did it with January sixth, and they got into it on the couple's trip. Oh, even though, can I just tell you when he apologized to him? Yeah. That irritated my whole soul. I didn't really care for that. I mean, you know, just kind of like, because I mean, with that, with Virginia, what's his name? Virginia's? I, I don't know. I can never think his of him. His name because is I, QAnon. I just feel like he is um, a lifetime movie character. (laughs) Yes. And I think that the way that he, his particular, his past got some psycho on it. (laughs) No, baby. Legit. There's a couple bodies on there. And every time, like, he and Virginia get to arguing, I was just like, you are in danger, girl. You are in danger. Girl, get in front of some people. (laughs) Yes. But, uh, but. In that moment between he and Chris, it became very much like, you know, it felt it had some white supremacy on it. Like the way that oh, he was yeah, talking. Nah. Like and and so yes. I didn't really the apology didn't sit well with me either. Because I was just like, mm-hmm. what exactly are you apologizing to this nigga for? Because no, he you apologized to one person and one person only on this period. motherfucking show, and that is Paige. And even then she's gotten on my nerves so much that I almost just I don't know. I just Paige <laughs> said she had no. two therapists and I said you need four. Okay, you need one That's for every we every weeknight. You ready? <laughs> Go to five on Monday through Thursday. <laughs> Just you need to be talking to somebody every no, every she weeknight. Talking girl. to somebody on Fridays too because she Whew, we've got Lord to deprogram. We've got to deprogram a lot of that thinking that she's got going on. That is trouble. But this is but Paige is the is the case in point, right? She on paper, and that's what from, everyone kept saying on paper. Chris and Paige were compatible; they were a match. They were complimentary. And I think that that's the thing. Like, I think that a lot of women in other spaces, I mean, we equate um, readiness for relationship with, you know, you know, because we've had success academically and professionally and, and have been able to be successful in our individual lives. We think that we are ready and deserving of partnership 
when in actuality, navigating a relationship with another grown human being is another Mm. set of skills that must be Mm. cultivated through practice. And you don't Mm. get to just say, because I got three degrees in my own business and I make my own money and can take care of myself that I deserve a husband. I just feel like you might, I mean, I feel like what, what determines your readiness for relationship is the relationships that you've, you know, you know, when you find what you grow through, through the relationships that you are going through, you know what I'm saying? Successful and unsuccessful. The ones that, that are go on for a long time and the ones that don't like you learn. And that's what cultivates you to be a better partner. And I just feel like on married at first sight page, Brianna, all the girls were professional. They were successful. They had, uh, you know, had a certain kind of uh, experience and and decided that they were ready to be wives. And decided. people like, they just made a decision. Haley's like, I'm just, yeah. you know, I've been single for seven years and I'm just ready to be a wife. It's like, bitch, who said? Who said? <laughs> you are not ready to be a wife? Are you crazy? You're, you don't even listen to this man speak. Virginia's drinking everything that's liquid in front of her. I mean, and spending like, the night at everybody's house. Like, I mean, girl, <laughs> what? What are you saying? See, because I hated him so much, I was like, so we'll spend the night then. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no truth, and, and rightfully so, right? Virginia, like me, and many other people, children of divorce, we are navigating, you know, our conceptualizations of abandonment. And that mm-hmm. makes manifest in relationship. And we got to work that shit out before we, you know, yeah. before you get into a, get into it with somebody. You have to learn how to articulate that and express it, you know, to your partner and negotiate with that person whether or not they're going to be able to to support you through that. And, yeah. you know, you know, that's that's, you know, something that comes with time and experience and the investment mm-hmm. of actually learning a person and you don't get to just decide I'm ready to be a this is what I'm learning this is what I'm learning and and I'm at a great big age right I'm 38 years old and I still don't feel like I can and I have accomplished you know by the grace of God I have accomplished many things and I can oh, say yeah, with have. confidence that I know that I can take care of myself but I know without a shadow of a doubt that there are things that I have to work through in my personal life um, before I, I can say that I'm ready to be committed to someone in a lifelong situation. I think the degree to which I'll determine how good a wife I'm going to be, is it depends wholly on the individual characteristics mm-hmm. of whoever my partner is. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I don't know that right mm-hmm. now. So I don't, I just feel like for people to be around here talking about, I'm ready to be a wife. It's like, girl, how you know? <laughs> but you don't. You don't know. Just you might not it. know. You might not know. I, I mean, you can want to be a wife. I think that's great. But I mean, you can't just be out here telling the people down to lifetime that you are ready. Cause what happens when you get Chris? <laughs> what happens when you what get happens? Chris? What happens? What happens? You it's gonna be you, him, and that girl and that baby. Y'all gonna be riding around in her Mercedes. Like, what's getting ready to happen? That's what I wanted Ooh, to know. My heavens, my heavens. What was that raisin? So, you know, we did 
<laughs> we didn't we just wanted to do a just a small little uh just a small little breakdown catch each other's thoughts see how we felt about this finale i think we'll discuss probably in the trash next week the reunion oh yes I'm because it'll be worth it. it oh yes same i'm gonna clear my also. calendar as well. We may not have any other trash outside of the reunion <laughs> since we have a meaningful kitchen table. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys for indulging us. And we would love to know your thoughts. I know that there are Absolutely. quite a few people who watch Married at First Sight along with me and we engage on the Twitter. We live tweeted. And so, and I know that I too have been listening along to Jade and XD's uh, uh, recaps. So we should all just get on together and just chop it up yeah. after the finale yeah absolutely I, mean, the, I can't yeah, wait after the reunion it's gonna be a time after the reunion I think the reunion's actually gonna be way more entertaining than decision day so oh, please I but, hope so because I fell asleep on Eric and I mean Eric and that pink rubber ring child what you didn't miss nothing but him asking the grand wizard for permission <laughs> For her hand in marriage and her going against all of her internal beliefs or what she claims to be. Very proud boy, honey. Very proud boy. (laughs) Dear girl, they are very stand back and stand by. But. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Very much that. But we actually have an honesty box that is kind of on brand with this Uh-oh. so let's Uh-oh. head that direction okay 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 our relationship okay. should add value to our lives especially in the bedroom hello say it again so why don't we think the same way about our sex toys dame products is a woman-owned sex toy company making the next generation of vulva tested vulva approved vibrators Founded by a sex educator and an engineer whiz, Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples. They're closing the pleasure gap and helping the world one vulva at a time. Dame's vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love. They've got a wide variety to choose from, like G-Spot vibrators, sets for couples, even a set for when you're on the go that comes in a zippable cotton pouch. Dame products have earned glowing press from the New York Times, W Magazine, and many more. They're great whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost or on a journey of self-exploration. And Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed, honey. Do you hear me? Now listen, you all know me. I'm not going into all the ins and outs of my my romper room. But I will tell you that Dame adds to the fun, okay? We have a good time. <laughs> Go to dameproducts.com slash grown today and get 10% off with code grown. Again, go to dameproducts.com slash grown and get 10% off with the code grown. grown. Honestly? Truly. All right, it's time for this honesty biznai. Um, Would you like to give our listener a pseudonym she her um let's call her shirley 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 (laughs) writes hello i am married with four children three are under four and three are neurodiverse due to their autism they are in daily therapies i take them all to their therapies after school activities appointments etc needless to say i am tired i also work full-time at night I thought working nights would make it easier to get my kids to their therapies. 
The issue is that due to my children's need of therapy that lasts from nine to three, I have to homeschool two of my children in August. How sway? I'm exhausted as I only sleep about three to four hours daily, and those hours are spaced out throughout the day. My husband can't take the kids to their appointment. He's military, even though he can magically make and keep an appointment to get his hair cut in the middle of the day. I can't keep up this schedule much longer, and I feel it's best that I find a part-time or as-needed job in my field until our children no longer require such extensive therapies. My husband disagrees. I'm not taking care of my anxiety and depression and need to also focus on my health. Is it wrong to tell my husband that if I can't stop working or work part-time that I will have to separate and divorce? Oh, I almost forgot how he's told me to my face that I'm his biggest mistake a few weeks ago, but refuses to acknowledge that he said it and refuses to understand why I'm pissed. I don't want to mess up my kid's schedule, but I feel I have no choice. Thanks for everything, ladies. Shirley, also tired and confused. Oh, my Lord. This is awful. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, Shirley. That you have to deal with this. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Because... <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I will say that you know what your bandwidth is and you know mm-hmm. um what you're dealing with and the toll that it's taking on you as a person. And I think, you know, you are unable to care for your children if you um can't care you know, for yourself at all are not taking care of yourself like i think mm-hmm. your children require a level of care that demands that you have energy and focus and the right perspective to sort of handle this and unfortunately you know your husband is not being a supportive partner and i think I'm going to let Jade weigh in as, as a wife because, you know, I think I'm speaking as a single person. I don't really know what, what you know, I'm not yet being connected to someone, like committed to someone in a marriage. But for me, it's like mm. my children are the priority, making sure that they have what they need. And if, and if I have to get out of this situation in order to ensure that they have what what they need, then maybe that's something that I need to to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel terrible telling you that, but I just feel like if it were me, I would be worried about what do I need in order to ensure that my children are are cared for and their very special needs are met. How do I mm-hmm. do that? Um, mm-hmm. And it's not about asking permission if you have asked your partner and, and let your your partner know what you need and he is unwilling or incapable of meeting you where you are then you have to do what needs to be done for your kids i don't know sis am i right i don't know no you're absolutely right um i ain't in the business of telling people to get divorced or what to do with their relationships friends loved ones anything um but I don't have no problem offering some perspective if somebody comes in this in this facet. Key is right. You gotta focus on your fa- on your kids, right? You gotta focus on, and that's what you seem to be doing. But you also have to focus on yourself. You can get yourself sick messing around, 
like this, not sleeping, sleeping sporadically three to four hours a day, that's awful. And that's coming from a person with awful sleeping habits. That's terrible. And I know you're doing what you what you have to do right now. Um, and I just ask you if being with this person who is not supporting you uh, while you're working, while you all are raising your kids, while you are literally sitting here dog tired, if that is not adding to your life, it might be time to reconsider some things. The fact that you've got four children and three of them are under four and three are neurodiverse and you are handling all of the therapy and all of the doctor's appointments in addition to holding down a job and homeschooling that's wild and homeschooling that's wild and this nigga gets to run off and get a haircut in the middle of the damn day nah nah there needs to be a shift here that is not okay on a human level and to be with a person who doesn't value you to the point where they are willing to watch you work yourself and run yourself raggedy and sick. And even when you reach out and ask for assistance in different ways and they don't support that, that is something to think about. And this all comes before the last shit that you hit us with at the very end of this email. Mm -hmm. Because that's a whole nother conversation. Because on top of that, you've got somebody who's supposed to be your partner. They're supposed to be there with you, to support you, while you all are supposed to be raising these children together. And it sounds like you're doing the bulk of the work. So what the hell is he adding to your life right now? And to say such a nasty and awful thing to somebody, why would you even want to say something so hurtful to somebody that you care about or that you claim that you care about and love? And to add another element, somebody who's carried your kids, somebody who's carrying your kids on a daily basis and making sure that they're good and held down. That doesn't mean that you're entitled to be in a relationship. But don't be sitting up here playing in my face and treating me like I'm stupid. When I know what I heard, I know what you said to me, and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. So, Shirley, you know, I got a lot of love for you. A lot of love for you. But I really do want you to sit down and evaluate what is going to add to your life right now and what's not what's bringing extra stress and what's not um and to have and to just to hear like i said aside from the last part because that's just that's crazy all in itself Mm -hmm. to hear somebody tell you no you can't work part-time i don't agree What does, are you serious? You're not taking these kids to no appointments. You're not handling none of this therapy shit. You're not doing none of this, but I got to still keep working and handle all of this. Just cause you in the military. Kiss my ass. I'm sorry. That's, that's me, (laughs) but, (laughs) but Shirley, so I'm not telling you what to do by any means, but I am telling you you might want to take a hard look at some, at some circumstances in your life right now. Because it doesn't sound like this person is adding to. And you you have these babies in this world. You brought these babies into this world. And I know you're doing the best that you can with them. And they need their mom. And they're not going to have their mom sleeping three and four hours a day. And not taking care of herself. And not having the ability to take care of herself in any way, shape, form, or fashion. That ain't it. It's not sustainable. So, um, 
I really, really, really do hold you in my heart. And uh, I ask that you please keep us updated on, you know, just yourself, how things are going for yourself. Um, You know, maybe there's some sort of ways we can find some resources to get you some help because this sounds wild. You know what I'm saying? And those babies have to be taken care of. And I mean, you know, this is something I think that's going to require some support. Yeah, um, for certain. Some community, some help. If there, are, if there are any family members or friends or anyone who could just offer, you know, I w- if you're in therapy or if there's someone you can talk to to help you process this and think through what your options are. I don't think I she think, got time for no therapy right now. Well, I just think that's right. True. But I just feel like, you know. You have to 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 make some dishes, decisions about how yeah. to move forward. Um, yeah, agree. And you know, if you can have some help um, to just sort of with that with do that strategy. Do you have family close, or does he right. have family close? Like, is there anyone? Like, I would just encourage you if there is some support somewhere, a girlfriend, somebody down to the to the. In the neighborhood, somebody down to the church, some somebody who can just sort of be a sounding board, even help you sort of think through this, because um, you are dealing with a lot, managing yeah. a lot, and I mean, yeah. I just appreciate you for um, sharing your story with us, and I hope yeah. that it's something that we said has been helpful to you. Um, we definitely stand with you um mm-hmm. holding you in our hearts and i'll be praying that you know you'll find some sort of relief um because the way that you described you know all the things that you're dealing with it's just not sustainable and you have yeah. some very important responsibilities uh in, in ensuring that your children have what they need and so Keep but us posted, have, please. You gotta have yeah. what you need. You got to. It requires you to be a hundred percent. So we have to. We have to kind of start there, especially yeah, off since the record, you don't have help. Okay. Yeah. Jay. Okay. Off the, record, off the record. I got a couple of cast irons. Oh. Okay. A couple of cast irons. Okay. Here Between them good military benefits and them cast irons, we can get I can get us free, surely. So <laughs> just, just say the word. <sighs> well, yeah, nah, Shirley, but we really we really it. do pray for you. We pray Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. And um anybody else has any resources or support or encouragement to share with Shirley, we will pass that along. Y'all know how to reach us. Continue to send your honesty box uh, emails to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. We, again, appreciate y'all um, for, you know, letting us into your world and hope Absolutely. that what we share is helpful to you always. It's always our desire to be helpful, not harmful. You ready oh, to get into so the... Mad. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, Sorry. let's go ahead and get to the petty peeves so we can... Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y. Huh? All right, so we skipped black women self-care this week, or black person self-care. Um, 
will resume again next week. And we also still have our Black Person Self-Care episode coming up. You guys have been wonderful about sending in your submissions. Continue to send them to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com because it is coming. coming. Uh, but in Petty Peeves this week, so I did have a self-care. Went and just gave myself a day of, you know, day drinking and picked myself up a couple of things. And it was just okay. nice. You know, walk the streets a little bit. Um, but in one of my stops, and I'm not going to say the name of the shop because I actually love them. They're a black-owned shop. Uh, it was like a daughter or a niece or somebody who's working the register. Black community, that's what we do, right? We em- employ the kids, give them something to do. And her friend was sitting with her while she was working the register at this store. So I go in to purchase my couple of things. And a friend, they had to be 16 years old. But when I tell you this little girl was giving me the stankest fucking faces. Ma'am, what like, is your issue? I, not the girl working the register, but the friend who was sitting next to her. Like, I mean, okay. just scowling and looking up at me like I had seven heads. And I was in there. I wouldn't, wasn't saying a word. I was buying my stuff, right? So I thought to her, I said, yo, this little girl keeps staring at me crazy. She's like 16. Like, don't even, don't even do it. So I just continue to mind my business. I'm waiting. They're moving slow. She's still staring at me. By about five minutes in, I finally was like, yo, you got a problem? <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm not getting ready to fight no kid. I'm not fighting no kid. Let's be, let's be clear. I'm not fighting no kid. But I was like, you got a problem? Is there a reason you keep looking at me like this? And she looked up at me and then turned her head. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I got my stuff and I was like, the both of you have a beautiful day. What, <laughs> what kind of But that nonsense. little girl had it. Let me, she did not like the structure of my face. I don't know what it was, nigga, but she did not like you it. You reminded her of somebody. She was not into it. She thought she, she, thought she knew you, maybe. She maybe she did. She said, I don't like this big grown woman, but all I but <laughs> this week I am her petty peeve, okay? <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, what you got? So I'm gonna say this, and I think I'm just in a place in my life where I'm grateful for perspective and I'm able to recognize things. I think I'm getting better with like, you know identifying what the issue is and not as I'm working on not internalizing other people's stuff. Okay. But my petty peeve is like, you know, be careful out here. You know, we are just very like, you know, we're all dealing with trauma and difficult circumstances and we all been through hardships and have faced Mm -hmm. difficult things, but we have to be real careful about like letting or take, taking out our issues on innocent people. Mm. Um, mm. I had, I had a, a really awkward conversation with somebody in my family this week. And I, I recognized that it was totally... After we had the conversation, I was able to be very clear about, like, you know, this is not nothing to do with me. This is totally this person's incapacity to work through their mm-hmm. own trauma and they are because that how they've internalized the situation for themselves they're projecting mm-hmm. that onto me 
And I had to be real sort of, you know, I, it did sort of sting because they said some hurtful mm-hmm. things. And then it was like, nah, nah, I haven't, not, I'm not going to receive this. I'm not going to accept this. This is not my life. This is not my, it's not, this is, this is her story. This is not my story. And, and I'm, I'm just, so my petty peeve is, you know, we have to be conscious. Like the truth of the matter is we all out here suffering from different struggles and challenges, but we have to be careful about who we bleed on. Mm-hmm. Don't be bleeding on the innocent. Right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you have been cut in life and your life, your life has, has presented you with a set of circumstances that has left you hurt and wounded. You got to be responsible for your wounds on them. It. They're yours. Don't you bleed on nobody else. Mm. Please stop bleeding on me. Recognizing that other people lashing out their bad behavior sometimes it's just them bleeding on you. And you gotta learn. We gotta learn. I'm still learning how to kind of say, This is not, this is not my wound. This is not my issue. This is your issue. And I'm very sorry that you experienced this terrible thing that has changed your perspective in this way. But that doesn't have anything to do with me. I am very proud of you. Thanks. I think that is amazing. I'm trying. I think that is absolutely incredible. And you are absolutely right. You do not let other people's uh, shit <laughs> affect you. That's what I like Ooh, to hear. child. Woo-wee. Okay, well, that is another episode of Getting Grown. Thank we you appreciate all for it. joining we us at the kitchen table. Yes, we appreciate y'all sticking it out with us. I mean, we have been through some things, you know? We thought somebody was busting into Jay's house in the beginning, but we made it through. did. I didn't know what the hell was going on. (laughs) (laughs) We made it through. We made it through. Thank you again to everyone who submitted their graduation announcements. Um, Yes. And don't forget to come back next week. We're going to have that very important conversation about what's happening um, overseas right now. Um, And we will also... um, be back with some more graduation announcements. Hopefully um, we're going to get into the reunion for Mary to first sight. So again, we appreciate everything. Um, appreciate y'all for listening to this show, all the ways that you should support Jade and myself. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for being a part of our getting grown listeners community, our family at the kitchen table. We love y'all down. Tell them what to do, sis. Drink your water. Because you will be dry inside. (laughs) Moisturize your skin, especially the ankles if you have it out. Um, I'm sure there's a couple of our GGBs who wear short pants (laughs) and shiny shoes. So if y'all just insist on doing that, please make sure that you are lotioning those nether regions. And lastly, mind your black ass business. Why, sister? Worry about yourself, right? Because that's all that you have to do. If you don't, if you you if you don't do that, then you are dry on the inside, and you'll be dry on the outside. That's it. And as a result, your black will crack. Period. Period. We love y'all. That's it. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love, up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama. 
Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's Day with gifts up to 60% off.